Broadcasting live from our new state-of-the-art studio in downtown Chicago, it's Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. to Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. It's time for Demon Time, which highlights all DePaul Athletics has to offer. I'm Brandon Bones, the host of today's edition, joined alongside the host of NBA Tomorrow, Ryan Henske. Ryan, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me today. Let's get into Demon Time. (laughs) Let's do it, man. Today we'll be covering our women's cross-country team. More specifically, we'll be speaking with senior runner Olivia Browera about the team the past fall season and her career. To give a little bit of background about our speaker today, she is from Yorksville, Illinois, a four-year letter winner in cross-country and track. She set a 4 by 800 meter school record at her state semifinals in 2019 placing 7th overall in the state. She uh, is a member of the 2015 Cross Country State Championships and received six all-conference honors in cross country and track. Her first year in 2019, she was the winner of the Leoa Lakefront Collegiate Invitational 5K and qualified for the NCAA Midwest Regionals. In the abbreviated 2020 season, she won the uh, East Illinois University Open 5K with a time of 18 minutes, 16.9 seconds, and finished 15th in the Big East Championship with a time of 21 minutes and 6 seconds, which is the highest finish for a DePaul women's since joining the Big East in 2005. 2021 her highlights include finishing 6th, or finishing 9th rather, in the 6K at the Bradley Paint Classic and finishing 8th at the Badger Classic. But this past season, probably the best for last, fully committed to the 6K. She uh, achieved first place within the first two meets of the season, the Bradley Intercollegiate and the Leola Lakefront International, or Invitational. Uh, She finished 11th in the Big East Championships. She's the first member of the women's cross-country squad to earn all-American honors at the Midwest Regionals, uh, with her placing sixth place in the Midwest Regionals a time of 20 minutes, 13.5 seconds, earning her an automatic bid in the 2022 cross-country championships. And she finished with a top 120 record of out of 256 runners at the cross country national championships with a time of 20 minutes 44.6 seconds. And so it's an honor to bring Olivia uh Burwack in. Olivia, thank you for taking so much time out of your busy schedule to talk with us today. Um it's no problem. <laughs> uh well, Olivia, obviously as I like to ask all the athletes that come into Demon Time, obviously you've spent your entire time here at the Paul. I'm just curious, what led you to choosing the Paul over all the other schools that possibly have offered you uh, while you were in high school? Um, I'd say that the smaller 
campus was something that really like drove me to coming to DePaul and the like just the way the community felt more like contained and I really liked that also my mom was she did her graduate school here at DePaul and my grandma actually did her business school at DePaul as well so it's kind of just like staying in the family I guess and the team seemed like it had like pretty good atmosphere when I came on my visit so I think that's what contributed to me coming here. Well, that's absolutely wonderful. We're absolutely glad, uh, you know, that you have chosen DePaul and that family connection. Very important, obviously. Um, You know, I I don't know if, Ryan, you have any experience running track and stuff like that. I know that track practice were Uh, kind of difficult and stuff like that. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, We were just kind of curious, for those of us who are just a little bit unfamiliar with uh, the landscape of – cross-country could you kind of describe what a uh, collegiate practice is kind of like um so typically we'll meet at least once a day although most of us actually do two runs a day we do our double runs to get in our mileage for the week and when we meet we show up we do our um dynamic warm-up to begin and then Depending on what day of the week it is, we'll either go up for a run on the lakefront and then return and do some strides, which are like short sprints, and then just some like cool down drills as well, and then finish it up with core. Although, if it's a workout day of the week, we'll do the same warm up and then we'll do dynamic drills and then we'll do like um, some sort of like work so it's where you would just run faster for like certain intervals or certain like mileage of your run and then come back and finish up with the same stuff so like an example of a workout would be like four mile tempo which is like a like a comfortable comfortable fast pace to run at and it's like quicker than your like typical everyday run or like we would do like 1k repeats or like now that it's track season we do a lot of like we'll like do like mini ladders so we'll start with like a 2k and then we'll go and do an 800 and then like a 400 and then like some 300s at the end so yeah oh and then saturdays we always have our long runs so that's when we do like our highest mileage of the week on that day that's a that's a good amount of running, honestly. A lot more running than I was expecting, to be honest with you. Uh, but is there anyone on the team that kind of pushes you to be the best runner that you could possibly be? Or or someone on the team that, you know, you, if, if they weren't on the team, like you couldn't, you probably wouldn't be in the position that you kind of are now. Does that make sense? Um, Could I talk about Coach Wayton? Oh, by all <laughs> means. I mean, we were, gonna, we were eventually going to ask about uh, him anyway, so... <laughs> Um, I mean, like, I think that Coach Wayton really, like, inspired me and put, like, the initial thoughts into my head that I am really good at what I do and that I could qualify for nationals, which I did. And I think that if I didn't have his support and, like, his, like, what he thinks I'm capable in my head already, I don't think it would have, like, crossed my mind that I am capable of doing things like that. And then just, like, most Two of my training partners, like Nina Amrikan and then like Megan Diebel, I they they're more like on the speed side of things. So like during track, they do um, 
a mile and eight and I do like mile up to 5k but like we always start our runs like with um 200s before we get into our like separate workouts and they're always pushing me for that and like even during cross country like on our long run workouts Nina will be with me pushing me throughout the um the whole like whatever how many miles (laughs) workout it is so yeah oh good bye Bobby uh yeah so uh Walk us through your mindset. When you're thinking about the future of your running career, what's the key, the main key to improving your game? Um, consistency. Um, I'd say that's, like, the main yeah. thing that always improves every runner, like just keeping everything the same every week, like the way you set it up and always making sure you get in all your mileage and you do the workout the way it's supposed to be done and, like, not doing, like – random crazy mismatched mileage or like I don't know randomly running fast on days you're not supposed to and just like I don't know looking forward to running every day also like keeps you like loving running and then like ready to go for every competition I'm just curious uh like do you guys have any like early mornings like when's the earliest that you've had to wake up for a practice um, well, before Coach Bain was here, we used to have cross-country practice at 7.15, but since he's been here, we have afternoon practice, so, like, this year, we haven't really had, like, early morning practices. We have lift at 9 a.m., which isn't, like, super early, but yeah. sometimes for meets, we have to leave at really early, so we have to, like, be at the athletic center at, like, I don't know, 6.37. Dang. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's definitely an improvement recently. Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine <laughs> yeah, I can't that 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 sort of dedication. Honestly, uh, I know we briefly kind of touched upon uh, uh, Watson, uh, Coach Watson, uh, early just a little bit earlier. What about uh, having a head coach like uh, Dave uh, Dopek? I believe I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Like, what is it like uh, being coached under him, especially given his uh, history with the university? Um. I mean, the way track is set up and the cross-country set up is, like, Belfax's, like, the head coach, and Wayne is, like, the distance event coach. So, like, we mostly get our specific workouts from Coach Wayne. But I think overall, since Coach Obeck is the head track coach, he's the one who is um, setting everything up for, like, the team and, like, making sure, like, we're all, like, for conference coming up in like less than two weeks, like everyone on the whole team and every event group is all working their best to be like the greatest version of themselves to contribute to the overall team goal, which is placing well in our conference. And I think Coach Obeck does a good job of like trying to create that energy that we need to be the best or the other best versions of ourselves when we show up to big competitions. And, um, yeah, he has a lot of <laughs> insight with his own track stuff because he's been here so long. And, um, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's absolutely uh, perfect. Uh, you know, I, was, I wasn't 100% certain on how a short-distance uh, runner was uh, contributing to a cross-country team, but that makes sense now that you've uh, put in words. We're going to go ahead and take a break here. 
And when we return, we'll talk more about Olivia's career up to this point, including this past season. So stay tuned. Air Force, and I deployed three times. Being a veteran, it's interwoven into your DNA. It is really the absence of the connection and the purpose that can really drive a lot of veterans to some uh, negative thoughts. For those who are in a suicidal crisis, the window of time to save somebody's life is very short. Our duty is to protect ourselves and protect our families. And one way you can do that is store your weapons safely. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. Brought to you by End Family Fire and the Ad Council. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, but you can't drive high. You can run, but you can't drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Biking in Chicago is more than just a mode of transportation. It's a lifestyle. It's convenient, affordable, and with 13,000 bike racks, parking is never a problem. But with every reward comes a sidecar of risk. In Chicago, over 1,700 cyclists a year are killed or injured in bike accidents involving motor vehicles. Bike safety is simple. First, become familiar with Chicago bike laws. Know your hand signals and when to use them. Love your brain. Get a bike helmet that fits your noggin. And deck it out with a headlamp and some reflective gear for riding at night. Bike at least three to four feet away from parked cars to avoid being struck by a car door being opened. Motorists can do their part, too, by checking their side view mirrors for bike traffic before exiting their vehicle. Most importantly, remember that we're sharing the road. Looking out for both ourselves and each other is the only way to keep Chicago's roads safe, no matter what your wheels look like. For more information on bike safety in Chicago, visit www.chicagobikes.org. This public service announcement was brought to you by Radio DePaul, Chicago's college connection. Radio DePaul Sports has you covered for the most exciting live game action. Tomorrow it is going to be up and good Man. for the layup. Book it, and she'll go to the line for one. Another reverse to the left. Mo Gibson switching in the midair like Michael Jordan. What can't Mo Gibson do today? Catch our exclusive post-game interviews. It feels good to get a win, especially against a team like that. We were ready to compete. They came out with great energy. And here are the calls to some of the biggest DePaul Blue Demon victories. No good! The Blue Demons win! They knock Whoa. off the number eight team in the country! Real DePaul Sports is the number one stop to get the best live coverage. Welcome back to this afternoon's edition of Demon Time. Brandon Bowens alongside Ryan Hinsky, joined today by Olivia Broviac. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Broviac just got tripped up on my words there. Olivia, we're going to go ahead and continue on. Uh, I'm very curious on how you feel like uh, your season 
uh, cross-country season this past uh, fall season, uh, kind of win as a whole. Uh, we'll kind of get into more specifics in just a little bit, but I'm just curious on how you felt like your season went. Um, yeah, as a whole, I'd honestly say that it was like a dream season. Like it was my the best cross country season I've ever had in terms of just like success and like just like the amount of fun that I had, I think, too. Um, everything like kind of went my the way that I wanted it to go. I started out strong and like kept it going through all the way up to the end and like my regional race was exactly what I needed it to be and I was able to go to nationals. So yeah, I couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And like we're we're definitely gonna be touching on that. Obviously it's not your first time being in the uh, Midwest regionals, but it's your first time going into nationals and stuff like that. Uh, what was the difference between like your first time at the Midwest Regionals in 2019 uh, versus you know obviously this past year where you placed six um, in the Midwest Regionals? Um, well, it's kind of exposing myself, but <laughs> freshman year, my first regional, I did not like cross country. I was having like the worst season of my life. And I was just, like, did not want to run. I, like, it was just, like, I was, like, this is not for me. Like, this is not going well. Like, this isn't the same as high school. And, like, honestly, that regionals, I was running to be done with the season. I was, like, I need to (laughs) wait for this terrible season to be over with. And then, obviously, this year, I was, like, dialed in. I had my goal of making to nationals. I was focused. I was ready to run, ready to be there, was not ready to be done with the season. And yeah. <laughs> no, by all means, as someone who ran track for two years, not really because I wanted to, but just because I had to, like, I understand the feeling of just wanting to run just to be done with things. So <laughs> I, I, I totally get that. All right. So looking forward to the rest of the season, uh, when and where is your next event and how are you preparing for it? Um, well, the Big East Indoor Conference Championship is on the 24th and the 25th, I think, coming up in like two weeks. So not this weekend, the weekend after that. And that is here um, on the south side at Gately, which is the new track that they built. Like, I think it opened in 2021, I think. But anyway, so we have our Big East Championship there. And... As of right now, I think I'm running in the distance medley relay on the first day and then the 3K on the next day, but um, the events might get changed, so don't take my word for that. But yeah, that's what I have planned. And to prepare for it, um, this week, you know, with me, I've been doing a lot of training, a little more workouts. Uh, everything's just getting a little more focused with like what we do, speed intervals and stuff. And then next week, um, keep it consistent with the way I would normally set up my week going into a race. So take the down the mileage by like maybe five. I don't usually taper for races because I like keeping things consistent. And then make my whole like pre-meet plan, visualize my race, show up, do my best. So, yeah. (laughs) That's wonderful. Uh, how I'm actually kind of curious. Uh, how different is it from running uh, cross country? You know, all on the outdoors 
versus doing these distance events inside, typically in a dome or if athletic uh, complex and stuff like that? Um, it's, it's very different. Indoor season kind of feels like you're running on a hamster wheel in a way because you just there's so many laps. Like our at Gately, the track is only 200 meters for one loop. So, like for the 3K, that is uh, 15 laps, I think. So like that's a lot of laps. Whereas like outside, even though the race is longer, it doesn't seem as long because you're yeah. out in the grass on like a golf course or like unfortunately or like wherever yeah. and like you're you could see yourself like actually covering the ground whereas like indoor you're just like doing loop after loop so i guess indoor is more tedious than cross-country season <laughs> well i mean i guess that makes sense since you're going in a loop over and over and yeah. over that that <laughs> totally makes a whole bunch of sense um kind of curious though also i noticed uh, when we were doing kind of the research of the show that you did 5k and 6k and only recently have you fully been uh, dedicated to the actual uh, 6k event of uh, cross-country running uh, was that the decision that you kind of came up with and uh, if so I was just kind of curious on why uh, you didn't run both 5 and 6k um, so for cross-country the races are just like predetermined so like my coach will sign us up for whatever competition we want, and the race is either a 5K or a 6K. So, like, this year we just happened to do a lot of 6Ks. And, like, a conference and regionals and nationals are always 6Ks, and then, like, the other invites are whatever who's hosting that meet determines what the distance that they want. So it's, like, kind of just the way my coach set up the season, I guess. No, well, but, I mean, that listen, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um. I have a question for you, and this kind of goes outside of track. Uh, what are your interests outside of long-distance running? Um, so I am a writing major, so I love writing and I love reading. So those, those are my interests. I spend a lot of time reading and writing, and a lot of the stuff that I write, actually, I take inspiration from track and my teammates and, like, the trips we go on and stuff like that. Oh, that is, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. I, I think your your majors in uh, writing discourse and uh, theory, yeah, I Yeah, so yeah. I, I actually have my undergrad last fall. I actually, like, got my degree, so I finished it, and that was in writing rhetoric and discourse. The mind of creative writing and this winter quarter i started my grad program which is um creative writing and publishing oh no way really uh, i actually take a couple yeah. of classes in the uh creative writing kind of department deal so i mean I, i'm a, i'm in my last quarter so maybe not but maybe we'll cross paths in classes <laughs> somewhere along the lines uh <laughs> <laughs> um Ryan, do you have any other questions for I, th Olivia? I think that's it for me. All right. Well, Olivia, uh, thank you again for your time. We appreciate you, again, taking the time out of your day. You know, obviously, uh, you know, we wish you luck with the indoor season uh, coming up. Uh, I guess the last question that we'll kind of ask before we let you go here today, um, you know, obviously, you're approaching, you know, you're in graduate school and stuff like that. I believe you get one more season thanks to COVID and stuff like that. Uh, have you? Do you have your future kind of planned out after 
uh, you graduate? Do you plan on doing more uh, long distance running, gunning for the Olympics or stuff like that? Or do you have a more career path lined up? Um, I mean, like at the moment, I have no idea what I'm going to end up doing, but I would love to keep training. And I think for sure I'll join like a semi-pro team and see how, what I can do and how far I can make it. I don't know. <laughs> the Olympics would be like a huge stretch, but, um, I mean, I guess you never know. So we'll see. <laughs> Well, we'll be keeping an eye on your career from this point on. For sure. Olivia Brovac, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to speak with us today. Have a good rest of your day, and uh, go Blue Demons. Uh, thank you for having me. And that is going to do it for Demon Time today. Once again, for Olivia Brovac, uh, my name is Brandon Bowens alongside Ryan Hinsky. We hope that you guys... Have a good rest of your Thursday afternoon. And this has been Demon Time, baby. So we'll see you next week.